I hear that last trumpet sound Well, my feet won't stay on the ground I'm gonna rise with a shout I'm gonna find I'm gonna ride with my Lord through the sky Well, heaven is near And I can't stay here Oh, goodbye, world, goodbye Now don't you weep for me when I'm gone Well, I won't have to leave here alone And when I hear that last trumpet sound Well, my feet won't stay on the ground I'm gonna rise with a shout I'm gonna fly I'm gonna ride with my Lord through the sky well, heaven is near, and I can't stay here. Goodbye, world, goodbye. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, you're wonderful, Jesus. You're wonderful, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I won't have the blues anymore when I step across to that shore. And I'll never pine for I'll leave behind my heartache and tears evermore. A day, maybe two, then goodbye. Tomorrow I'll rise up and fly. Heaven's near, I can't stay here. Goodbye, world, goodbye. Now don't you weep for me when I'm gone. I said don't weep for me when I'm gone. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm. I told all my troubles goodbye. Goodbye to each sorrow and sigh. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'll tell you what, there's coming a day when the trump of God is going to sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together. I'll tell you what, we're going to meet him up there and we can tell our troubles goodbye. We won't have the blues anymore because it's just going to be joy and peace. I'll tell you what, it's going to be rejoicing and praise and worship and shouting for eternity. Goodbye, world. Goodbye. Hallelujah. Goodbye, world. Goodbye. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, my plans don't revolve around staying here. I'm stuck here right now. Hey, man, I'm going to do the best I can to live for God where I'm at. I'm going to have to face trouble. I'm going to have to face heartache. But there is coming a day, amen, when I can tell it all goodbye. Amen. I'm going to head up to a reward that is beyond description. That's beyond our imagination. Goodbye, world. Goodbye. Very rarely can hear that song without thinking back a few years ago, Brother Brent Calvert's funeral. Hey Amen. When that song got to cranking, 
I'm going to tell you something that got to moving. And I'm telling you, you couldn't sit still any longer. Hey Amen. We were sad at our friend departing, but I'm going to tell you something. He was just up there saying, goodbye world, goodbye. Don't weep for me when I'm gone. Hallelujah. I won't have to leave here alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Goodbye, world. Goodbye. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm looking forward. Looking forward to that day. Amen. Amen. You know, it's always amazing to me because we look forward to that day and we long for that day. But all at the same time, we do everything we can not to die. Praise God. Amen. And there's always that little bit of fear, I guess, of the unknown. But I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Hallelujah. I don't know. I really don't know how it's going to be as far as other folks that have gone before us. But I'm really not going there to see them anyways. Amen. But I'm going to see the one that died for me. The one that robed himself in flesh and came and walked among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Uh, I want to look at the one that died that has the nail scars in his hands and feet. Uh, I want to thank him for keeping me. I want to thank him for pulling me out of the muck and mire and keeping me from falling. Uh, I want to cast my crown at his feet, crying, holy, holy, holy. It'll be amazing to see those gates of one, one solid pearl and roads and streets of transparent gold walk beside the crystal sea. I'm going to tell you, that's all going to pale in comparison. When we're standing face to face before Him. We shall behold Him. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. So good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. My voice is absolutely hammered tonight, but I'm going to do my best. Amen. I, I don't know what the deal is with my voice, but I've been fighting it all year, it seems like. And uh, I'm about tired of that. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Trying everything that everybody tells me to try to keep my voice. But I'm telling you, when it goes, it's just gone. Amen. Hey, man, I had a man tell me, Brother Tim Joyner told me that, I'm telling you, he goes, if you sweat, he said, go change your shirt as soon as church is over and it'll help save your voice. So I've been doing that. It ain't, it ain't working either. Praise God. I just got to have a dry shirt on and there's no voice. Amen. But, hey, man, I'm trying vocal zone and I'm trying this nasty extra strength singers with throat spray. And my wife, I just offered it to her a little bit ago and she just shook her head. No, I offered it to her twice too. I was trying to help her out. Hey, man, it's nasty, but it works sometimes. Amen. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. You know what? I won't have to worry about losing my voice up there. We're not going to have to worry about losing our voice. We can shout and sing the praises of God as long as we want to. And that will be for eternity. We won't have to worry about getting tired. We won't have to worry about losing our voice or getting sick or getting weak in our body. He's going to wipe away all tears from our eyes. I'll tell you what, he's going to take away this mortal body. Amen. We're going to have that perfect one. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I'm looking forward to heaven. Amen. Have any of y'all ever heard of Salty the singing songbook? Or is that only from my era? Praise God. There's a song they sing that says, Heaven is a wonderful place. I want to go there. And it's this high-pitched voice that I can't hit right now, but amen. Heaven is a wonderful place filled with glory and grace. I want to see my Savior's face because heaven is a wonderful place. It's a kid's song, but I'll tell you what, it's got a message to it at the same time. Heaven's a wonderful, wonderful place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we've got just a little bit of time on earth. Amen. To guarantee that we're going to make it there. Amen. It's, it, you know, we, we think that our lives are lasting forever. But I'm telling you, it's just a little space. When you, put, when you put that up against eternity, we just have a little space of time where we've got to make our calling and election sure. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you turn with me in your Bible tonight, the book of Exodus chapter 14. I do want to say again what an honor it is to be here. A privilege and appreciate it very, very much. Amen. We love it. We love this church. Love the pastor and sister Reagan very much. Amen. It's been so hot lately. My trailer's been ridiculously warm. And so it's been like old times hanging out down in the evangelist quarters. Amen. Amen. It's just... Feels like, I told my wife the other day, it feels like home right here. Amen. Lived there for, I think it was about a year. Amen. It's changed a little bit down there. The couch is gone. Amen. But I get up before everybody else, I get the one chair that's down there, and I got another one in there to prop my feet up on and just kick back and relax. <laughs> Y'all don't believe me. That's the, I'm telling you the gospel truth. Amen. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 11. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today... You shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. But lift thou up thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I, behold, I will harden the heart of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh, and upon all his host, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. Praise God. For a few moments tonight, I want to preach. It's time to go forward. It's time to go forward. Amen. Can you lift your hands? Ask God to have his way in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, you're wonderful, Jesus. You're wonderful, Jesus. You're wonderful, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, you're wonderful, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And you may be seated tonight. 
Amen. I know I preached about this just the other day, but we're going to look at it from another perspective tonight. And we, we, in Egypt, there they were. They, they, Joseph had been sold into slavery. He went down there. We know the story how that the great famine came across the land and Egypt was, had been placed, or Pharaoh had been placed in this place. Or Joseph, Lord, I can't talk tonight. Joseph was placed as second to Pharaoh. Amen. And he there collected together food and grain and, and he collected all this stuff to where they could not even count uh, the amount of provisions that Joseph had gathered together for Egypt. And so his brothers went down there, and in long story short, they end up moving down there. And his father comes, and, they, and they're there dwelling in the land of Egypt as he takes care of them. But as time passed, and Joseph died, and a pharaoh rose up that knew not Joseph. And he began to look at these people that were growing and expanding, and he began to fear them. So they put them into a place of slavery and servitude. They put him into a time of bondage, uh, and they were a cruel. I'm telling you, Pharaoh was a cruel taskmaster. Uh, amen. He was putting a grievous burden uh, upon these people, and they began to cry out to the Lord. Uh, they began to cry out, and God heard uh, their cry. Uh, amen. He heard the cry coming uh, from the depths of their heart, uh, and it stirred him to move. Hallelujah. And so he there goes and talks to Moses and from that burning bush. And, uh, and, he, and he goes and he moves upon the, the Egyptians and he brings all the plagues. Uh, finally, that last plague of the Passover. Uh, amen. A story that still just gives me goosebumps, if you would. Uh, amen. He said, I want you to go kill that lamb. Uh, I want you to put the blood on the doorpost and on the lintel. Uh, amen. I want you to cook that lamb. Uh, he said, and when that angel comes and passes over, he said if he sees the blood he will pass over you I'll tell you what there's still got to be some blood that's applied into our life amen that when he sees us all he sees is the blood amen because he's blotted all the sin out it's blotted out the imperfection amen he looks all he sees is the blood hallelujah Amen. That's another message for another day. But I want to tell you something. You better make sure the blood's applied in your life. Amen. Amen. And so he breaks Pharaoh as Pharaoh's firstborn. And the firstborn throughout Egypt dies that night. And Pharaoh, and he, he, he tells him, get you out of here. Get your, just get out of here. And so the children of Israel spoiled the land of Egypt. They borrowed all everything, silver, gold, jewels, whatever. They borrowed them permanently. And they took off out of the land of Egypt. And in Exodus 14 and verse 2, he said, Speak unto the children of Israel that they turn and encamp before this place right here between Migdal and the sea over against Baal, Zephon before his shell. Ye encamp by the sea. God said, Go this way instead of that way. And the way that God told them to go led them into a dead end road. We don't like to think about it that way, but God took them into a trap. And sometimes in life, we're being sensitive and we're hearing the voice of God, but yet it seems we've walked into a trap. And that's where the children of Israel were. But there was a purpose and a reason behind it. 
For Pharaoh will say to the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness hath shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his host that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. God said, I want you to go that way because I'm going to get take care of Pharaoh. I'm going to show him some things. I'm going to teach him a lesson. And so there they went down that dead end road. And they got to that place where they were trapped hard against the sea. And Pharaoh's armies coming from behind. And the people said to Moses, were there not enough graves in Egypt that you brought us out here into the wilderness? And didn't we say to you to leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? No, you didn't. You were crying out to God for deliverance. You were crying out for God to come help you. And Moses just looked at them and said, stand ye still, stand still. Fear ye not and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he's going to show you today. The Egyptians you're looking at, that you're scared of, you're going to see them no more forever. And then Moses said, God, what do I do? That's my version. The Lord said unto Moses, why are you crying unto me? There's one thing I want you to tell the children of Israel. Just one thing. For them to do. There's just one thing that I want them to do. Just one. Speak unto the children of Israel. That they go forward. That's all I want them to do. Just go forward. That's what I want them to do. Now, Moses, I want you to go get your rod and stretch it out over the sea and divide it. And so Moses goes out there and he lifts up that rod over the sea. And you say, well, that doesn't make any sense. And to us, it doesn't. But I'm going to tell you something. God stepped in on the sea and he caused the waters to divide. And he made a highway right in the middle of that dead end. He paved a highway for them right through the middle of that Red Sea. And all the children of Israel had to do was go forward. All they had to do was walk forward right down the path that God made for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to backtrack this a minute because I'm getting ahead of myself. But in Exodus 14 and 19, this, this is very important right here. This is something that just stands out to me. It says, the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, to the Egyptians. But it gave light by night to these, so that the one came not near the other all the night. God said, I want you to go forward and don't worry about the Egyptians. I'll just step between you and between them. I'll give you light and I'll give them darkness. I just want you to go forward. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. You might be looking at your dead end tonight, but I want to tell you something. God sent me to tell you to go forward. He's going to step between you and the enemy. He's going to put darkness on them, and he'll bring light to you that you can step right down the pathway that God has made for you. Lift up your hands and give him praise right now. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. Bible says the children of Israel, you can be seated. They went before them. They, they went ahead and they walked through the midst of the sea upon the dry ground. And the waters were a wall on the right and on the left. But God made a way. It wasn't slogging through the mud, but he dried it out and he made them an escape route right where enemy thought he had them trapped. But God came and made a way out. God came and made a pathway of deliverance. And when Pharaoh got to that seashore and he saw that pathway, he said, man, if it worked for them, it'll work for us. And that old Egyptian tried to go down that pathway that God had made. And God said, it's time for you to have a little trouble. I said he troubled the host of the Egyptians and took off their chariot wheels. Verse 25, that they drave them heavily so that the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. They realized that they were in trouble, but you know what? They're out there in the midst of the sea somewhere right now. They're out there, but all of a sudden that ground that the Israelites are crossing on dry land, it snared and pulled the wheels off their chariots. They're in a tough place. It's tough going. And they begin to realize that the Lord was fighting against them, that the Lord was coming down. I want to tell you something. They got fearful. But God said, hey, Moses, stretch your forehead back out over the sea. And when he did, God said, you know what? It's time to get rid of this enemy once and for all. And he let the waters fall back down and he wiped out the entire army and all Israel did was seen them people washing up on the seashore because God said you know what I'm going to get some vengeance on that enemy I'm going to get honor on them. I'm going to wipe them out where they're not going to trouble you ever again. They're not going to come chasing you in the wilderness. They're not going to come in the promised land. He said, I'm taking care of them right here, right now. Amen. If you'll just go forward, I'll fight your battle behind you. But you just got to go forward. I'll fight behind you. I'll wipe the enemy out behind you. You just got to go forward. The enemy's behind. But victory's ahead. The promise is ahead. The promised land's in front of you. You just gotta go forward. Yeah. 
Victory's not behind us. Victory's not on the seashore. Complete deliverance wasn't there beside the Red Sea. Complete deliverance happened when they obeyed the one commandment God gave them at the seashore. And that was to go forward. Just go forward. It looks impossible right now to you. But I'm telling you, I'll make a way. You just make up your mind that you're going to go forward. And I'll make the pathway. I'll make the highway. But you got to make up your mind that no matter what, I'm going to go forward. I'm going to press my way ahead. I've got to find victory. And I know it's somewhere ahead. Hallelujah. There's a mighty victory that's coming to take place. There's a mighty victory that's real close. But we're not going to find it sitting back and resting on the blessing of yesterday. We're going to find that blessing and that victory and that miracle when we make up our mind that I'm going forward. I'm going forward. No matter what the devil throws at me. No matter what the enemy says. I'm going forward. I'm pressing forward. Your miracle's just ahead, but you gotta make up your mind right now that I'm going forward. I'm pressing forward. I'm pressing on. I can't sit here till I die. I've gotta get up and I've got to go forward. I don't feel that I'm preaching this one or two tonight. I'm going to tell you something. I'm preaching to everybody that can hear me right now. That it's time to go forward. It's time to go forward. It's time to go forward. I can't live in yesterday. I can't live in right now. But somehow I've got to push forward. I've got to make up my mind that I'm going forward. See that every time the children of Israel got disgruntled, they got their focus off of going forward. They wanted to go back to Egypt. Well, when they got tired and bored with the provision of God, they started lusting for the garlics and the leeks and the onions of Egypt. The, the meat that they had in Egypt. Every time our thinking gets messed up, 
every time that we get in a place where we're not focused on the kingdom of God and the will of God we're going to start looking back at the things that were behind us but I'm telling you that's not the will of God tonight the will of God is for us to press on the will of God is for us to press forward But you don't understand my trial. You don't understand where I'm at right now. No, I don't, but God does. And he came to tell you tonight that you need to go forward. God knows what you're fighting. God knows what you're dealing with. God knows what you're feeling. But he's still saying, go forward. Go forward. I've got to go forward. time to go forward it's time to go forward it's time to go forward we're living in the last days we can't afford to just sit back and try to find comfort where we are we can't afford to just sit back and try to find something where we can just find a little hole and bury ourselves in but i'm telling you what we've got to keep moving forward even though the attack comes i'm telling you the lord will fight that battle for us we just got to keep going forward we got to keep pressing on i can't afford to turn around i can't afford to retreat i can't afford to get a foxhole somewhere but somehow i gotta keep pressing on When God equipped you for the battle and he gave you some armor, I'm telling you, that armor protects you from the front, but there's no protection in the back. That's because the will of God is for his people to go forward and to fight forward and press forward. You can be seated. That entire generation that went through the Red Sea, that God provided that pathway with two exceptions, that entire generation died in a wilderness. You know why they died if we get real basic with it? It was because they got scared to go forward. They sent them 12 spies out and 10 brought back an evil report. But there were two. There was Caleb and Joshua that said, we are well able to take it. We're well able right now. We just got to push forward. We can win it now. We can take this land now. But the people chose to believe an evil report. And God said, because of that, you're going back out in the wilderness and you will die there. No one over the age of 20 is going to get in there except two. Two that were willing to go forward. That were willing to press forward. But because the rest of you got scared, you're never going to see the promised land. Oh, but there was great fence cities. There were giants and them big.
again and said, hey, we were as in our own sight, we were as grasshoppers. They got a major inferiority complex is what they got. And they saw them giants. They saw themselves as insignificant. But what they forgot is it wasn't them fighting the battle anyways. It was God that promised it to them. And it was God that was going to bring the victory. It was just their responsibility to still obey that commandment when he said just go forward. I've been reading in the book of Joshua lately. You can be seated. I want to tell you something. We start with Jericho. That was straightly shut up. But the Lord said, hey, I just want you to walk around and see what happens. One time a day for six days on the seventh day. I want you to walk around seven times. But I'm going to tell you something. When they walked around, they shouted with a great shout like God told them to. And God let the walls fall down flat. And every man went straight before him. Every man went straight before him. (coughs) They didn't back into Jericho. They went forward into Jericho. And one man messed up by the name of Achan. And he desired a Babylonian garment, some silver, some gold. And he took it home and he buried it in his tent. And they went up against this little place called Ai. They just put a little, a little handful of men over there to fight it. And they got whooped. And everybody's like, oh. Joshua's like, what in the world? The Lord said, hey, there's sin in the camp. You get that taken care of, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. And when they got that sin revealed, and Achan came, and they brought all those men, came past by, and they came down to Achan. And Joshua looked and said, what have you done? And he confessed what he did. And they blotted out that transgression out of the camp. They got rid of that sin. They found that place of repentance. And you know what they did from there? They went forward. Every city they came against, they didn't just defeat them, but the Bible said they utterly destroyed them. They wiped them out, and God did it for them over and over and over and over. As long as they were willing to go forward. As long as they were willing to just keep going forward. God said, I'll win it. I'll beat them. I'll destroy them over and over and over until they possessed the promise. Oh, I know this is simple tonight. I'm going to tell you something. Someone needs to grab a hold of it. Someone needs to grab a hold of it and say, I'm making up my mind tonight that I'm just going to go forward. Yeah, I've fallen, but rejoice not against me, oh my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. I may have stumbled and fell, but I'm going to get up and keep pressing forward. I might have messed up, but devil, I'm telling you, I'm going to get the victory over it, and I'm going to press forward. I'll 
keep pressing on all the way till ultimate victory. Every one of us has messed up. Every one of us has fallen. The tragedy is not so much in the falling. It's in the not getting back up. But if you'll just get yourself back up and go forward. There was a land that flowed with milk and honey. A land that flowed with milk and honey that God promised to give them. It was their promised land. But yet there they are in the wilderness eating manna and some quail. I'm telling you, they didn't have the milk and honey yet because of a refusal to go forward. But when that other generation came up and they came against Jordan, it was a little bit different this time. And they forged ahead. And they went forward until they claimed their promise. Every promise of God is yea and in him, amen. I'm telling you, he promised it to you. You just got to keep going forward until you claim it. God cannot lie if he promised it. I'm telling you, it's there. You just got to keep going forward. You just got to get your eyes fixed on that prize and press forward. God, we need your help right now. I'll tell you what, someone needs to step out right now and press forward and claim your promise. You need to step out right now in faith and claim that promise. You got to make a commitment tonight that I'm going forward. I'm going forward. God, you promised it to me. You gave it to me. And you're proud. You've got to step out and say, hey, I'm going forward. I'm not looking back. I'm not looking to the left. I'm not looking to the right. But I'm going forward. I'm not letting doubt get in my way. I'm not letting unbelief get in my way. I'm not letting bitterness get in my way. But I've got to press forward. Oh, come on, reach out to him. Reach out to him right now. Reach out to him. We got to press right now. We got to press right now. I've got to go forward. I've got to go forward. The promise is ahead. 